Bando. Yeah. Star Wars Sessions in the building, children, ladies. This is the way to the recap, baby. And you know, it's gonna get wild when Matt and Luke talk Mando and the child. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions Mandalorian Recap. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever here in the cockpit of the N1 Starfighter, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there, Master Bly Walker himself, Luke Bly. How are you, sir? Oi, oi, Savaloi. Happy Star Wars Wednesday, everyone. Um, yes. I'm so, so hyped. So, <laughs> so hyped. Um, the Mandalore Ian. The Mandalore Ian. Yeah. Ian. <laughs> Ian Bill. Ian. Um, if there's one man I admire, it's Ian Botham. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> yes. Yes, I've smashed a copper in the face. <laughs> Oh, punched, punched a couple of the yeah, proper the office, office. The, the, proper the, the, the UK office, Ricky the only base one. office. Um, do you know what, mate? Yesterday, uh, I was down South End High Street. Nice. Yeah, for a cheap, actually, you know, just for a quick blood test, nothing major. And, um, a young lad was there waiting. And I think, you know, he's not, it was maybe like, He's never had a blood test before, or he, he was nervous about it. But his mum was like, that. when we get back home, you're going to have some ice cream. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, and what did you want to watch? Peter Rabbit or Star Wars? And he looks, he li- uh, this is a true story. He looks at his mum, he goes, Mando. <laughs> yes. I was, I was waiting for you to sit. So you were sitting there just giving him the eyes. If you know, say the right, say the right answer or there'll be trouble. I can take yeah. you in warm or I can take you in cold, son. I was literally just smiling to myself. I was like, what a random choice as well. Oh, Peter, Peter Rabbit, Rabbit oh, or Star Wars. And, oh, I mean, I, I don't really know if there's any correlation. Daisy Ridley was in Peter Rabbit. I guess you can kind of, there's a correlation yeah. there. But other than yeah. that, no, no time for that. Star Wars all no the time. way, mate. All the way, mate. I'm, I'm 30 something years old. And I'm sure my mum would offer me ice cream after a blood test. I hate them. So, uh, not, uh, mate, I don't know if this episode had anything to do with it. And the Mandalorian had any kind of tie-ins to that, but... Let's get out of the way now, mate. Let's do it quickly, as we always do. This is a spoiler-heavy recap of the latest episode of The Mandalorian Chapter 18. If you haven't seen it, it's about 45 minutes long. Go watch it, then come back and listen to what we have to say, because we are going to go full spoiler. On Chapter 18, The Minds of Mandalore, directed by Rachel Morrison, who I'm very excited to talk about. Uh, And, of course, it aired on the 8th of March, 2020. Three. It's been a good day for Star Wars today, mate. The Bad Batch episode is sick. Um, hmm. But I want to know what you think about this one, mate. Let's do it. Up top, then, The Minds of Mandalore. See, as the second episode of chapter of episode season three. I get the words out. I'm looking <laughs> at my notes at the same time, and I've got season, episode, and chapter in front of me. Second episode of season three, mate. The first one we thought was, was good, but we knew there was more to come. Hmm. How are you feeling now? Mate, the recap alone... Got me so excited. The recap alone, like Bo Katan's theme playing, just this like deep dive into Mandalorian history, lore, and culture. And I think that this episode was very, very much a lore driven, um, history driven in universe mm-hmm. history driven episode. Um, Matty boy, 
I loved this episode. Whoa! I loved it. I I can I can imagine this episode again. Like we we don't look at how other people react to yep. this. We just like well, Matt's the For first guy I talked to go, talk to about this. So. I can imagine some people not necessarily being over the moon with this, but generally, I think I think it's going to be quite positive. Um, yeah, mate, I loved it. I loved, 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 loved it. Uh, yeah, it just got me so hyped. <laughs> he's, he's over it. just, it's got me so hyped. Matty boy, what did you think, mate? What do you reckon? Oh, mate, if the Italians watch this, they'd call it Sporco, which translates <laughs> roughly to filthy. This was a very good episode. A very, very good episode. Do you know what we said about the last episode, mate? We said, it's good, but it's setting up what's to come. And yeah. this is now starting immediately to pay off what's to come. This is mm. a direct, this isn't a side mission. This is mm. a direct connection to what happened in the last episode. Like you say, Bogotan is heavy across this episode. It's law heavy without ever falling quite into the you know exposition dump territory there was some very very cool eerie horror moments which this which to this guy's sensibilities i'm always going to love that and mm. this episode my friend may be one of the best looking episodes of man i've ever seen right ever the rachel morrison uh, i mentioned on our you know our hype episode for this she's the first she's the first woman to ever be nominated for best cinematography when she did mudbound she's worked with family Ewa before she's worked yeah. with um she worked with Ryan Coogler before on things like Fruitvale Station, and she's a very expressive cinematographer. And my word, did some of these shots look outrageous? Obviously, the shots of them descending through Sundari in the Civic Center, the shots Unreal. of the glass uh, Mandalore, obviously the fast, expansive shots as well. What a beautiful looking episode, and a very, 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 very good episode as well, narratively, mate. Yes, yeah, I mean, mate. Um, yes, yeah. yes. I knew, I knew you were going to like it because when when we logged on to re- to record, Matty Boy was listening to, to like the eighties, the synth version of the theme. I was like, yeah, this guy. I was like, this guy's all in. This guy's all. In. How many times? How many times have you watched um, this episode, mate? Chapter eighteen. I have watched it. I've watched it once in full, as in full okay. on through. And I went and I I took notes along the way. But um, being a geek, I, I, I highlighted some of those notes so I could, when it's finished, I could skip skip back to those moments, watch those specific scenes again, and uh, so I can elaborate further on those. But so I've watched it. I guess you could say one and a half times, mate. What about you? Mm. Are you have you seen it six or seven times already? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it twice. I've seen yeah. it twice. I will go and watch it more. Last week's episode, chapter 17, I ended up watching that a lot. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's just because it was the return of the Mandalorian. Um, well, maybe. well, that's, that's of course a different episode, but I, <laughs> I, another show. I loved it. I loved it. And I, I'm so happy, happy this, this series is back. I'm so happy this series is back. <laughs> and we get a Rodian from the start. We get a Rodian. Yes. Rodian. You want me to catch your buns? You want me to catch your buns? <laughs> Maybe that was the same. Oh, no, he got eaten, didn't he? It wasn't the same no. Rodian because he got no, crushed different. by that Harryhausen monster. The the effects in this episode, whether it's the landscape, whether it's the creatures, and we get a lot of creatures, whether it's the <laughs> yeah. aliens, whether it's the action, it's superb, isn't it? It is yeah. absolutely it really is. superb. It is, and you know, we've said this quite a few times it is premium premium television yeah. um is it me 
Is it me, mate, boy? Or have we pretty much seen... I've not checked this, so I'm freestyling. Mm. Have we now seen most of the clips used in the trailers? Do you know that's a really good point? Have done. Um, other than maybe an, uh, a, a reaction shot of someone's face, I don't know. The only one we haven't seen is, um, is Carson Teva when he's talking to somebody about the New Republic. True. You know, Paul Carson. Character. Carson. So we haven't seen that one. But other than that, I mean, like I said, there might there might be a shot of someone's face we haven't seen, but I think we've seen the major moments now. We've seen Mandalore, we've seen Sindari, we've seen um, Grogu, Baby Yoda, force-pushing the Alamite, the creature from this episode. Uh, we've seen um, High Magistrate Kaga. Uh, we've seen the Babu Freaks. We've seen, we've seen everyone, as far as I know, from the trailers, mate, which... You know that's that's a that's a question I've got for later, and I'm so excited about. But mm. man, I love that. I I wanted. I, I said in the hype episode, it's I probably ain't gonna gonna end up going back to that a bit. But I wanted episode season three, sorry, to feel a bit more focused. I wanted it to be about Mandalore, about the Mandalorians. Let's you know ha- have all the other cool stuff and the Whizbang and Grogu, but let's kind of feel a little bit more focused now. This episode mm. really did give me the confidence that they they're going to do that. But I will touch on that point later on. Um, but I'm glad that we didn't we didn't have a side mission in this one. We obviously we went to Tatooine first, and we went back to to Peli Motto's garage, and she's uh, she's uh, absolutely murking that rodeo, Rodian, sorry. Um, <laughs> nicked his engine, charged him a ton of money for it for two months' work, and the engine's out back with the jars and nicked it. I did kind of wonder then. Oh, are we, is this a side mission before we get to Mandalore? But no, no, we know Favreau and who who wrote this episode said no. We're going to Tatooine to get what we need. Bosh, we're going to Mandalore. I liked that. Well, I just looked at the trailer again, and there's a few things that um, that that we, we still got to come. Coruscant, the yeah. uh, the 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 Order sixty six flashback. Um, of course, there's some imperial. It looks like imperial, like Tie Fighters, or like a version of Tie Fighter. Forget what they're called. Oh yeah, um, like dogfight, isn't it? And the, yeah, and it's it's on the planet that that Bo-Katan's castle. Is on. Mm, Kevlar. Um, uh, Because I can't remember what it's called now. Kevlar. Yeah. That. Something like that. Yeah. That one. I can't believe I can't remember it. And I think there's like Mandos going through the streets of Navarro again. It's like, oh, okay. What's going on here? Actually, there's quite a lot we haven't seen yet. Actually, good point. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Because I, but the, I'm like the first half of the the official trailer that released a month ago, we've now all seen, you know? So, it's only like the, the second half of stuff that they're, they're clips that we haven't seen. Um, yeah, I was, I was so happy, mate, boy, just bouncing off your point you just made to be back in Tatooine. And the fact that we didn't really linger there. It was like, right. It makes sense to go back to Tatooine because, um, Pelimoto is one of Mando's allies. Yep. And he, he can trust her <laughs> and he's there. He needs something, gets her five bounces. And it's like, yeah, oh, five. And I love that they're making a big deal of the boon to Eve. You yes. Know? I was like, oh, mate, you know, the pod race from Phantom Menace. You know, obviously that's like a annual thing or something. And I, it's it's wonderful, mate. The fireworks. I, it's, it's, I think this episode has a lot of lovely small moments. Um, and, and it breathes. I felt like last week's episode just could have done with a bit more of that. This has that in, in, in just the right quantity. You know, it breathes. It lets you just take in the environment, you know, lets you look at the atmosphere, look at the landscape, look at the details. And yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I'm here for it, mate. You're a happy boy. A little R5. R5 is like shaking, shaking (laughs) about. I don't fancy this. He's thinking, oh, I just want an easy life in this garage being being beaten around by Petty Motto. We'll take that over a trip to Mandalore. Uh, No, I I take, I see your point and I raise it that Mm. I I feel like this episode felt very prequel-esque as well. Throughout, mm. obviously, the, you mentioned the Boon Eve, and we immediately think of the Boon Eve classic. Um, you've got mm. the obviously the pit droids and everything, everything like that. You've got um, the later on, we've got almost like a General Grievous esque robot, which which looked prequel esque as well. There's so many references to the Clone Wars and Mandalore during those times. It just felt very very prequely, which is mm. something I've obviously we're prequel boys ourselves. That I appreciated an awful lot. Um, but it didn't. But it didn't feel like this was Favreau's way of saying let's just let, you know let's do an episode which feels like the prequels. It all still feels natural. It still feels like you know they they mention like the emperor the empire being gone. So we we, we still know where we are in the timeline and they, they handled it really well because like I said up top they could they could have this could have been an ex- exposition dump where they were like let's teach the newbies all about Mandalore and all about what happened here. And they threatened to do that but they handled it very well, I think. And for you and me, mate, come on. If someone's going to look, come on, come on. If it's going to look prequely, we're, you know, we're almost dead cert going to like it. Everything felt like a little bit prequely in the best way. Uh, and I, I thought that too, mate. I thought like Naboo Starfighter, the B- Nos Esper, the Boon to Eve, um, uh, the, the creature, the weird hybrid creature uh, in, in, that's in the mine in Mandalore. Yep. I was like, I've written some notes here. What did I say? It reminded me. It reminded me of something I've definitely seen before. That like half droid, half creature thing that, that, that basically steals Mando and injects him with something, not, like knocks him out and is he's it? almost like trying to steal his blood or essence Ugh. or something. Like, it that it reminds me maybe I could be wrong. So listeners, help us out. We've only had we've, we've not had long to digest this. Um, maybe from like Force Unleashed or something, or from the comics. I was like, this uh, looks familiar. Possibly, obviously, yeah. I mean, Grievous aside, because that's the obvious. Well, you think alien yeah, thing I wrote that inside well. the cyborg? But yeah, I know what you mean. It, they, it felt familiar, but it also felt new, and that's what. I liked coming off of last week when I kind of semi-criticised the lack of diversity within the alien species. We seem to get the same types. This felt better now. We get this crab droid, uh, and then it, it, then within it is this kind of robo-droid, which is I thought was excellent. And we only see yeah. its eye, but it's not it's not central. It's just like one of its eyes. So it's kind of off-kilter, which is immediately kind of disorienting for that. I love how they went like that. It wasn't just Cyclops' eye in the middle. Uh, and this dingy, horrible, dirty-looking lair. I mean, it looks horrible. It looks grimy. It looks unsanitary, mm. that lair, mm. my friend. Mm. Yeah, I, I loved all of that. I got real good vibes, uh, horror vibes. Like, it reminded me of the thing at certain points as well, when, you know, you can cut the head off it, but the damn thing's still going to live and come after you. I really, I really, I really dug it. I loved just seeing something new and something fresh. Even like the Alamites, the, the creatures that Din has to dispose of, and Bogotan, those kind of big, like, cavemen-type things. I liked that. They didn't put up much of a fight. Well, actually, they did for Din. Din struggled with them. Bo, you know, Bo, Bo sliced them down. She so wasn't any issues. That's something that I noticed as well is the, the difference between Din crafting the Darksaber versus Bo crafting the Darksaber. Yeah. It's ch- it is chalk and cheese, isn't it? It is complete, it is complete opposites. It's, Bo is so comfortable with it um i wonder 
I wonder if and the but and the actual action was really good in itself. Yeah, I yeah. won I wonder if she will take the dark saber or if she will train Din. Um I say that because, you know, when 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 uh Grogu and R five arrive at, at Din's castle again, she looks out the window and she's like, Oh la, I already already told him, yeah. you know. Like, she's like, let's, let's get rid of him once and for all. She's going to kill yes. him by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, look, I've had enough of this guy. Like, what's he want? And suddenly she's thinking, okay, like she's quick to help. You know, she's, she, she quickly goes from like, let's get rid of him to, you know, all right, let me go rescue. That's got to be for a reason. And she knows Din has the dark saber. So she's probably thinking, hang on, this is an opportunity to go... Go grab so that bad prove boy. Prove my worth. Well, the reasoning for me, mate, is that she, you know, Grogu's come back, and she's as soon as she sees him, she's like, "Where, where, you know, what happened to him?" If something happened to Din, that raises the possibility that something or people are on Mandalore, which means mm. that it hasn't been glass. It's not cursed. It's not poisoned. If he hasn't come back, either he's fallen down and hurt himself, or something's taken him out. In which case, how? Because it's uninhabitable. I thought. So immediately True. she's like, "Well, hold on." Hold on, what's going on here? And I think we get, well, and obviously we get hints of that the further we go into the episode, when she starts seeing more and more things are alive. Yeah, maybe they aren't human or humanoid necessarily, but they're still living. And she finds other things we'll talk about as well. But I think she kind of dawns and she's like, hold on. Obviously, it's a barren, you know, hellscape. Yeah. But it's not, you know, the, the, the dead world maybe she thought it was. Well, I think this whole episode thematically is about faith yeah i think i think that's actually that's one of the core themes of the mandalorian as kind of a story isn't it it's you know it's family but i think a lot of it is faith i mean star wars flirts a lot with this theme anyway the force and everything around that yeah but i think Particularly here, right? So you've it's it, it, there's a lot of you know to in and throw in, right? Bo, I think, is starting to believe. I think Bo is starting to think, hmm. You know, like she says, I've got I've got it written down here. She says to um, Mando or to someone like, you know, you expect these to be like magic magical waters. I think yeah. it's when they're having like a cheeky little snack before going down the mines of of Moria. Yeah, I got is, those vibes. Yeah, I got loads of Lord of the Rings vibes from this yes. episode, and I was I was here for it. I yeah. was like, yes, <laughs> we love a bit yes. of Tywin. There's that. There's actually that moment where Mando takes down that one of those creatures. Now, what what are they called? They're called Alamite. Like, and, yes, and um, he, he like stabs the Alamite and then pushes him down. And the way yeah. the camera just goes down, I was like, that's very Peter Jackson. Yes, that was very Peter Jackson. I loved it. And then you've got R5, like a few seconds later, going, <laughs> blah, 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 just to remind you, nah, <laughs> you're in Star Wars. Yep. <laughs> you know, don't, don't, yeah, nah. don't worry. Comfy. We're still, we're still in like a weird galaxy far, far away <laughs> with droids and stuff. Um, what was I saying about faith? Was I, that's it. That's it. So yeah, when they're talking, you know, uh, Bo says something like, Oh, you think like the water's like magical and stuff. The irony being is by the end of the episode, of course, 
something very, very magical happens. So she's talking about all of this stuff like it's myth. And you can see, and I know I'm skipping to the end of the episode, but we we bounce around all over the place. Yeah, go for it, mate. It's a big deal. That's cool. We're just bouncing off each other. Um, It's like we're down the pub, down the cafe that we met at. Um, Yes, having a donut. yeah, we love it. Don't we? we love it. You love it. Kids love it. Um, well, she's down at the well, like she's reading off this up plinth and she's saying, Oh, yeah, this is where Mandalore the Great came and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, rode the Mythosaur. Ooh, the blah, mythosaur. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And <laughs> you can tell she's kind of delivering it. And I wow, Katie Sackoff, mate, kit, killed it. She's killed excellent it. in this episode. And the last one, I didn't, I, I don't think I gave her enough credit. I know you did, yeah. but I don't think I did. But this, she's excellent in this episode she's she is absolutely superb mate absolutely superb and i don't know mate like the delivery of that line and then to go seconds later into you know seeing seeing like it's like seeing a miracle it's like the difference between hearing a miracle and seeing a miracle and i think as well to add to that um you know like din din i think he has such strong faith doesn't he i think to the point that 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 even Bo, she to me, I got like she's almost questioning her own faith. Like yeah. she's at a crossroads, isn't she? Yeah, and she, she has she, her own creed. She follows. She has her own doctrine. Let's not forget. Oh yeah, you know, lineage, the pattern, the dark saber. She believes in that, but at the same time, openly puts down Mando's creed and calls them all all, all that and the other. But when reality, they're just. They're just two sides of the same, two sides of the same coin, basically. Well, well, she says, you know, uh, and I think we spoke about this more um, offline this week. But like, there, there, there's there's a point where like she's almost making fun, and it, this like previous seasons and Book of Boba and stuff. Um, well, she won in Book of Boba, was she? But like it, previous seasons, uh, there's almost like a, 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 a making fun of. Yes. You know, the, the watch, isn't there? Children are watch. Oh, you keep your helmets on. This is the way and blah, blah. And yet, love, like you believe in this. Oh, yeah. Whoever owns this yep. dark saber rules a planet. Like, hang yep. on. You've got your, you've got your own customs that are just as stupid and your own and look, customs look where have, have, have meant that like your people have just left you. Your family. Well, the entire just- cult is such. Sorry, not cult. The entire. Uh, culture they're, they're, they're people yeah the culture have yeah they, they like, they're scattered like stars in the galaxy as din said and, and Deer, this is and it was now realizing that yeah you know whether whether or not din's way is the way she, I, I think she's now kind of realizing that you know the, at least under her rule it was mm. you know that wasn't the way it, she failed and i think she's she's having to come to terms of it hence why she's a bit emo in her castle and then yeah, she almost she looks at Din as he's walking into the living waters and he's reciting the creed, which I thought was a great scene again, beautifully oh. shot and framed. But the way she's looking again, there's that kind of like to start with, she's a bit like, oh, what is this what is this guy doing? And then the further he goes, she sees his devotion to his creed. She yeah. sees his devotion, you know, to to, to 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 these words and to his faith, like you say. And you can see there's something in her in change in her mind. Not necessarily that she's going to, you know, follow the way. But she mm. sees him like this guy, you know, this this is his life. This means everything to him. He will give everything for this. Look what he's sacrificed. I've just, he's almost died. Yet he's, here he is still taking the creed. He wants to be redeemed. He wants to be a Mandalorian, which of course to her, being a Mandalorian is, is the be all and end all. And she sees that in him. Well, maybe he's the most Mandalorian 
out yes. of both of them. You know, uh, and you and, and and you've got that you've got that like mirroring of like, oh, what you've never had this like soup or whatever. She's trying to dish up yeah. him. Yeah, and and he's like, no, and she's like, come on, every Mandalorian grows he's up. Like, that's it. ironic, isn't it? And, and it's like that's everyday stuff. But in 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 himself, is he? Is he the most Mandalorian? And I think she's starting to see that. I think she's starting yeah. to see like, what? Who is this guy? You, you can eat all the soup you want, and you can read all the Mandalorian stories. It, but does that? What? What is it that makes you a Mandalorian? Which is, yeah. I think, this season is gonna is going to dive into, and this episode did such a good job of that. Yes, and I think like it, it gets to the point where does she admire or even envy? Yeah, envy Din Jarin's faith and commitment and dedication to cause and creed and you know i i i I think she does i think she does and the fact that all of we we can talk about all of this because of the build-up of last last week's episode because of what happened in the book of boba fett because of what happened in seasons one two of the mandalorian it is awesome matty boy it is it's very, very, very awesome. It's it is just so good. So best, good. Yes, it. Best way to describe it. Well, it's the only first, way to describe him. It's the only it. way. The Dandelorian's got to make a make a appearance somewhere. You know, mm. I agree, mate. I, I do agree. And it, all these so called like filler episodes or or, or, or scene setting episodes, mm. they all do matter. Similar to what people said about Rebels, everything pays off in the end. Even if at the time, at the end of that week, you think, oh, that felt like a bit of a Oh, I let down because I wanted more. So, a couple of episodes down the line, we will look back at what we said about this one, about episode one. You know, in a few weeks, maybe we'll look back and think, oh, this has strengthened it. And it took seven days. And already, episode one isn't a bad episode. We laboured that point. But this mm. is a very good episode. And it strengthens chapter uh, chapter 17 because of it now, because we know you know what we know the next part of Din's story and where he's come to get to this point. And the part, the part of the plinth, that is the part where I kind of worried where we were going to be. It was going to be a bit handholdy, kind of slapping around the face with that exposition where she's like, hold on, let me give you the tour and then read to Plinth. Like you mentioned, this was, this was Demythosaur's lair. The great Mandalore was here, blah, blah, blah. I thought they hand Katie Sackhoff's delivery where she, like you say, where she is almost condescending sells that. So it doesn't just feel like we're spoon feeding the audience information that they need to know about the significance of this place. Her delivery mm. and her performance there really helps that. Cause I was a bit worried when she started reading thinking, Oh no, this is just going to be a really unsubtle dump of law that you need to get if you haven't watched the clone wars and everything. And they did that very well throughout the episode where yes. Bo kept referring to how Sundari, well, firstly she ruled it. She, you know, her family wanted to rule this. It used to be so prosperous. And she even says it wasn't even that long ago it's, it wasn't centuries ago this place was thriving a metropolis not that long ago and you would never tell and of course you get we we then get the flashbacks to uh, what it was like in the clone wars and um her sister satine what happened there in the siege of mandalore with maul uh, obi-wan being there i'll tell you something mate i honestly thought twice in this episode twice i thought they were setting us up for a flashback twice well, it, it, it kind of um, reminded me. I'm really glad you brought that up because it kind of reminded me of 
Like if, if someone were to say to you, uh, in like 10 years time, London is going to be absolutely destroyed. No one's going to be living there. You would find it really hard to believe, wouldn't you? Same with New oh, yeah. York, same with a lot of big major cities. Especially because we know, we, we know London more so than just Trafalgar Square. We know what it's like and how yeah. busy and thriving and diverse and culture and excellent. What a lovely place. Yeah. For that yeah. to just be gone. But it's like, it, it reminded me of like Babylon. Like that's what happened to Babylon, Ooh, right? And, yeah. and the ruins yeah, yeah, of Babylon show. are still there, aren't they? And mm-hmm. and they've not been yep. rebuilt. People have tried to rebuild it, and it's not been rebuilt. And you know, there's this. It has a legend to it, even to you know people who are from that area, if they're Persian or Iranian or you know Iraqi. You know, it means different things to yeah. different people, yeah. uh, and of course, to the Babylonians. Um, I think it was in two. 2003 or something it's saddam hussein tried to rebuild babylon don't know if you knew that um, i did not yeah but the ruins are still there you can go see it and i was like mate like you can see you can you can almost see the mirroring between somewhere like babylon or even i don't know even if you go to parts of rome there are parts of rome where they they have just left the yep. ancient city and built around it and you, you're just looking down and and this was that this was that and you're like wow like if you go down, wow! If you go down oh, wow. and explore and just you, this this history just like kind of comes out, jumps out. I got that oh. mortal, and they, there's a place called Umdina, which is they call it the Silent City, and it is pretty much, as far as I remember, very much how it always has been. And you know, it's kind of it, 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 um, our boy Eve can tell us about how built mm. up it is or isn't around it. But you've got the national mm. stadium, football stadium, right opposite, and then you've got this kind of really ancient site on a hill overlooking it almost and it's it's like you like you say there are it means so much to some to, to certain places and cultures and um countries to maintain that heritage and maintain that history and then just to see the idea of seeing it glassed and blitzed like that yeah you, you can't comprehend it yeah yeah uh, it's 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 but it's so interesting <laughs> it's he loves so his history and, his, and he loves and I, the building and, and and yeah i do love history and i feel like and and architecture, and I feel like this episode, without always saying it, just says so much. And you, like you said, you know, we do get Bo and Mando even saying, "Oh, this place is beautiful," and bloody blah, blah blah. And it's just been completely blitzed. And yeah, yeah I, I, I love it, mate. I really mm-hmm. love it. I want to. I, I feel like we're kind of we've skipped to the end because that's where the meat and potatoes are. We'll come back to everything else in a second, but I mean, we might just, well, we might just well address it. We might just well address it. So we're talking, we, we mentioned earlier about when Bo is talking about the mythosaur and then Dingo's into the water for his, like his, his secondary baptism, the music, the, the, the music in that moment. And the music I think in this episode is, superb it's bang on. superb joseph shirley deserves a lot of credit for for that um i know a lot of people weren't as hot on his work last week which is a shame because i thought it matched the vibe very well it was yeah, very very good in this episode especially in in that moment we in what was it was an epic moment for the character of din you know obviously it's for us but for din this is what it's all been leading up to the redemption you know yeah. being able to cleanse himself in these waters and I think Joseph Shirley captured that moment very well with the with the music. Well, you even get in moments in this episode, you get like the orchestral version of Bo-Katan's theme. Yeah, and, but you also get the the, the classic Ludwig, you know, nineties mm. Berlin um, <laughs> club 
version, the Industrial original version. And it's like, yes, it. mate, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. But, you know, obviously Mando begins his redemption or his secondary baptism and, and he gets dragged below. And at that point, I'm thinking, nah, nah. And, and, and there's always a bigger fish. It's, there's always a bigger fish. <laughs> always. 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 <laughs> Um, Bo, she's straight in there, mate. She's, yeah, like, she's right, got a helmet hesitation. on, bang, in there, on it like a car bonnet, mate. And um, <laughs> she's going to some, again, stunning visuals. I can see yep. why they got Rachel Morrison to do to do this episode. I understand because yeah, it's, it's it's so atmospheric. It's there's atmosphere everywhere, and there needed to be for everything that we've just said that this is a ruined ancient city that's that's so interesting yeah that's, <laughs> you're right and it's all and most of it of course is under volume i know they built some of the mines over there in miami beach i think but re- remember it's still under volume so my miami manhattan beach sorry not miami manhattan beach, beach. Manhattan beach uh, good shout um yeah. so uh, but a lot of it's under volume so they have to try and capture the epicness on on the stagecraft technology yeah whilst also you know looking good let's not yeah. kid ourselves and the mute and underwater as well. You've got to get that right. And the music really like it, like Star Wars does so well. The music really, really helps those moments. Um, but Rachel Morrison and the team, the way they frame these shots, uh, whether they get those really tight close ups of the, of the faces and the helmets as they're going down or through the mines, then then suddenly they'll cut back and it's this big wide shot. And you could really see how cavernous these places are, or in, in the case of being in the living waters, just how mm. deep, those things are because you think din gets pulled under and he's at the bottom very 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 quickly he's like you know look he's had better days let's be honest (laughs) he's been stuck he's been put in a you know in a cell drained of his blood i thought he's going to be cooked as well and now he's been and now he's finally made his big moment and he gets pulled under by um an unseen force and i i i i I got a lot i can't tell you can't lie mate i didn't expect this to happen but when, but by the fact that they kept mentioning the mythosaur throughout, and then when we got that moment standing above the water where they say, you know, the mythosaur was once here, I thought something's going to happen. Then, and of course, he gets pulled on. You're like, right, either this is a big fake out, or there's something under there. And as it turns out, there's something under there. And but it did what it did make me think, mate, was the name mythosaur. It's like, uh, it's like uh, fair enough. I, uh, it, it, when, when you say it, you don't really think about it. But when you kind of slow it down and realise, oh, it is a myth. Oh, oh, saw. Okay, yeah. I get it now. Fine. Maybe that's yeah. not even its real name. Maybe it, maybe it did have a real name, like eons ago, and it's been lost to myth. So they just call it the mythosaur. Who yeah, knows? But oh, that's a nice. That's a nice way to do it. I like that. Mm. <laughs> I like it, that because I know what you mean. It, it, it's, it's, but at the same time, like like it, it's pulpy. It's Star Wars. Who cares? You know, I mean, it sounds cool yeah. as well. Like the myth I saw. Yeah, mate, and then Sky, course, Skywalker. Skywalker. Exa- yeah. Come on, yeah, yeah. There's so many stupid names in Star Wars, which we just which we love. Um, but when we see with the reveal of the myth I saw, mate, oh. is done so well. It, I, I and again, talking about scale, we see the scale of this thing. My favourite part of the whole episode. Now, um, obviously, we keep this family friendly. We always will do. But it's when, when Bogotan sees the mythosaur, the the, cre- the subtitles just says gasps. Yeah. In my head, I think she says something a bit different and a little bit more blue. <laughs> and she's like, I ain't having any of this. But that that, that, that moment when she sees it, though, yeah, she's yeah. like, I love the way that yeah. just just with the gasp and even just the bubbles escaping her helmet, you realise that 
this has shocked her. She is shook. And when she gets to the top, she's, she's doubly shook. I love the reveal. <sighs> Mate, I got firstly, what did you think of the reveal and the fact that we've now got this mon- monolithic beast in in the show? And secondly, what on earth are they going to do about this big old beast? I adore it. I he adore it because it. it's so mythological. It's so diving into fantasy and really leaning into that theme. And I'll say it again. I'm so glad that this is where the story is going. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Grogu, we'll get to him in a bit. But I think that you, you wouldn't be able to have this as much if if that Grogu-Mando reunion didn't happen, you know? I'm, I'm, yep, you're right. I'm, 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 I'm really, really, really happy about that, mate. But the mythosaur, it looked outstanding. Again, the effects, Matty boy, what is ILM doing, mate? Like, what are they working <laughs> all around the clock or something? Like, it's, they, it's they, they so, diverted all rest necessary resources to the Mandalorian. Just it feels like that, mate. But it's post COVID as well. All jokes aside, it's post COVID. And, you've got and as we all know i'm sure there are other reasons but you've got mm. fabs working around the clock on this show he's he's there he's maintaining this he's governing it he's he's going to be taking a very keen eye on these visuals because alongside a lot of other technical geniuses you know stagecraft's his baby well here's the thing the mythosaur did the mythosaur, because the mythosaur has been like asleep, right? Been in like long hibernation, dormant resting. I'm, I'm assuming for a long time. And um, Mandalore is a planet. No one, no one really lives there apart from like those native um, creatures. Yeah, thank you. Um, so he's probably thinking, right? Okay, there's, so that's like a sciency. That's a sciency answer. Is like, look, he's the mythosaur's in peace. He can just chill wherever he wants in the well. No one's coming near him. No one's going, you know, there's that. Now, the other thing I thought of is he's awoken again because he's hungry. He he senses, did you say you agree? He senses that there is another, there is another, there is another Mandalore the Great who is (laughs) worthy, who is worthy to take on the throne of being the true Mandalorian yep. king, quite, yep. like whatever, and leader. But and which one? Right. Right. Which one? This episode went to great pains to show that Din is lumbering about like a, like a goon with yep. Darksaber and Bogotan, who has wielded it before we know that. She's an ace of that. She's, she's not cutting her own leg off like Din. She's swinging that round and she's taking fools out. Um, very, very interesting how they mm. again it also framed the final shot of like of Bo's like kind of shook amazement when when she realized that all of all of these she calls them children's stories, all of these fables, children's stories, myths, everything which she's believed to be a load of old tosh. It's as Han Solo said, it's true. It's all true. It reminded me that, of that. Exactly. It, it's that realization that everything we've known about both from other series it all kind of gets recontextualized now, which is excellent. I think it's such a, such a good job of doing that where she now, she's going to have to change her entire philosophy and her entire way of thinking because there's something under there. It's also just, and as we notice, it, it clocks her, it opens its eyes and sees her. Um, and she also knows that if that thing is alive, if there is a real myth or then the only way to be the true ruler is to take it down or tame it with the dark saber, 
She knows a lad who's got the dark saber. To your point, does she go yeah. for it? Does she train Din? Do they both do it? Is it, or do they oh. come to an agreement where they're like, yeah, none of us are Mandalore. Let's just get rid of it. Mate, I, this is this, this is it. I mean, that that was the question it's, I had. I mean, I, I'll mention it now, mate. Why not? There's no point in leaving it. We're, we're, yeah. We bounce off each other. The question I had coming out of this was, what are they going to do now? Do I know. Get, do we get Mithy later? Mithy. Do we get Mithy next episode? In which case, what then happens at the rest of the season? We know we've got Gideon, the New Republic. We've got the other Manos, but how how do they? How much reference do they give the Mythosaur? Do we have a whole episode battling him? Is it a quick one? Do they not even battle him yet? What's going to happen, man? I it, this whole episode, mate. <laughs> this whole episode, yeah, it's it's so good. Yeah, oh, come, yes, on. come on, so thank good. you. I just think, yeah, and and it's. Let's be honest. I think there's a lot in this episode, chapter eighteen, that could have come across as just a bit rubbish. It could have just yeah. come across as like, oh, that's a bit lame, or that's not well, you know, executed. Um, yeah, let's have a drink. Um, but do you know what? I think it was it was tremendously well done. Tremendously well done. Everything from the mythosaur to the caves to the to the action scenes to to Grogu, right? So should we t- let's chat about Grogu now. So yes, um, for me, mate, Grogu was. Um, an outstanding part of this chapter. Uh, he was cute. He was well puppeted. His facial expressions were brilliant. His little walking, his backflips into the M1 Starfighter. His, <laughs> al- he's almost communicating. He's almost talking with his I mouth. I got that right. note down as well. Yeah. And I, I think that's probably a bit of foreshadowing I to be honest. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a bit of foreshadowing. His first word's going to be dad. Do you think? I think it is. Yeah. D- I yeah. Is. I think it is. Or even Bo says, did you think your, did you think your dad was the only Mandalorian? It will be something like dad or Din or, or something like that. It will be something which Din. absolutely <laughs> obliterates our hearts when he says it. Yeah. If he well, says Din though, don't say Din actually. Yeah. Din. Well, it goes to show that like Grogu is so much more capable now than what he was, isn't he? And a lot of that is what we've seen in the last few seasons, whether that's um, him with, Mando, he's training with Luke, and this is this is another um plot point to suggest that there has been a time gap, you know, that he has yep. learned more. Listen, it's not the be all and end all. I, d- I don't think I'm that like bothered by what the specific time gap. And to be honest, I'd rather you just don't say how much time it was, and I think Star Wars can get away with that because it has got away with that historically. Yeah. We even mentioned in last week's main show, you know, like Empire Strikes Back. There's there's a few time gappy stuff in that. But you just, yeah, there is a few not, like, things where you think, how long how long has that taken? Favs did come back and say, hold on, guys, you've taken my words out of context. He was only mm. with Luke for one year, so you know, apparently there's a year gap, which kind of okay. He can he can he can flip, but he can't talk and all that fine. But you know, I, I, I even said, you know, I, a year I could I can get that fine, whatever. It just may be. I, I, I would like some clarification in in the show. You know, even if, like I said, even if it's Din saying like we were we were, I, I was apart from him for a year, and since he's come back, he's now flipping and doing all this um, boss stuff. But yeah, Grogu, mate, carry on. He's very important well, this time, isn't he? Yeah, no. Well, he takes down um, he takes down the uh, Alamite, didn't he? That like yeah. jumps from Kate. That's what we see in 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 the trailer. <laughs> really, really good to see. Um, 
And I think, again, it could look so rubbish. And it doesn't. I think it looks amazing. And I like that they really lean into practical effects. Absolutely, yeah. And even like the facial, the facial expressions, you know, the the puppeteering, just the pure genius that goes into Grogu as a character. And we're really just getting to know him, aren't we? As 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 a little baby, as as yeah. as a young lad. Um, I loved the interaction between him and Bo as well. Yes, yes, yes. Uh yeah, throughout, one of my favorite bits was when Bo-Katan, you know, Bo-Katan just oozes class and, mm, and she's a warrior. maturity, maturity in this episode. You know, there's that bit Composure. where she just, she, she walks in and she sees there's, there's an animal or an enemy ab- above. Yeah. And she, she just pauses and she just like pushes Grogu just slightly to the, yep. to the side, no just push pushes him away bang 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 opens fire those dual blasters like, come out oh oh it's cool isn't it it's cool it's, it's it's smooth isn't it it's slickly done it's composure it's confidence it's somebody who's seen seen stuff and the idea yeah. of these alamites who used to live in a different part of the planet they don't phase her she's, she's got a job to do she's going to do it she's got that kind of her mindset on it but yeah their their um their communication throughout unspoken of course apart from a few war balls from grogu is great like at one point she even says like what do you think you're looking at there's yeah. a bit there's a bit more of a she I, I when they're in her in the gauntlet her ship and they were kind of communicating or she was talking to him i was like oh, this is the first time they've been alone together in a scene so now we're seeing mm-hmm. what he's like with another character we've seen grogs with luke We've seen Grogs of Ahsoka, a uh, kind of, and now we're seeing him with Bo-Katan, but he's now developed a little bit more now. Where he's a little bit more, he's able to communicate that bit better. Like when he tells R5, he points at Calavali, we've got to go there, we've got to go there. But of course he can't speak, so he just points. Thank God Mando told him, that's where we visited Bo-Katan last week. But it, it, it's fun, it works. He's teaching, in the last episode, he was teaching Grogu the specifics of a of the Starfighter. So he's mm. trying to, he's showing him and trying to teach him so that line didn't bother me. That's fine. It's what you'd say to a kid. That's what I say to my daughter. That's where we went. Ben, do I remember that? That's where we went the other month. We saw, we yeah. saw whatever, blah, blah. That's just how you talk to a kid. Um, but yeah, their, their interactions are cool. There's a bit more of like a, she's like the cool auntie now to, for Grogu. Din, Din's yes. like the bumbling dad who does his best and always, always um, manages to provide because he's a lad. But Bogotan's that kind of cool auntie who's a bit rebellious. Might teach him a few um, bad habits, but in the end of the day, She's look. She'll look. She's looking out for him as well. It's family, isn't it? It's, it's, family. it's family. Star family. Wars. Star Wars. Oh yeah, you know it's all about family. <laughs> ultimately, um, I, I love the line that Bo delivers against Grogu. I knew quite a few Jedi. You know, yeah, we fought side by side. You know, referencing of course Clone Wars, yeah, yeah. Obi Wan, and Bo Katan apparently like aging very, very, very well. Uh, unlike obi-wan <laughs> <laughs> unlike obi-wan Shout out well, to how old how old is Bo again in clone wars it, it, she's like a teenager or something like 18 20s maybe early 20s i guess so how long's this what what would she be in universe she's now like, so in about 50s? 20 about 20 25 years maybe later give or take so yeah kind of oh, 40s, 40s like early 50s. late 40s 50s yeah. So yeah, about not yeah. So about right, really. If if she's a like eighteen twenty in in Clone Wars, I yeah, think that, yeah. 
okay, give or take. I don't really, you know, again, specifics. Mm, don't really <laughs> care, you know. Yeah. Fennec Shand, mate. Ming-Na Wen, what, she's in her 50s, isn't she? You 60s. wouldn't believe that. Who's 60 mate. now, I think, yeah. Incredible. Um, do, do you want to know? Do you want to know one of my favourite bits of this episode? I wonder if it's the same thing I'm going to ask you about, but I do want oh. to know. Okay. I, I love the dialogue. Mm-hmm. I th- I, okay. Well, it's the bit where um, Bo, again, is is reminiscing about, you know, Mandalore and, and basically the Clone Wars era and before. Yeah. And... Um, they're talking about like Manda, the state of Mandalorian. She goes, what pains me is to see our own kind fighting mm-hmm. each other time and time again. It makes us weak. And then she talks about her father. I knew it. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Bang on. Oh, mate, yeah. Okay. She talks, on. she talks. Oh, mate. Stunning. She talks about her father and, and Din's like, your father sounds like an interesting man. I would have liked to have known him. Yeah. And Bo just replies, oh, he was a great man. He died defending Mandalore. And and Din just kind of like looks at her, stands and looks at her and goes, this is the way. Yeah. And, and it's like- kind of, And her face oh, is, she's kind of like, it, it, she's got goosebumps. the goosebumps, man. Because uh, I was going to ask you about that line, mate, is- Because obviously it's meant as a way of respect. You know, it's a, it's a respecting line. He's not, he's not uh, at all condescending or being negative- not at the all. Respect in that, and it kind of hits her like a ton of bricks. That you know, in that moment, I, the way she conveys so many different emotions across her face is yeah. excellent. And I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about what did you think about the line, the fact that he just says, "This is the way." How do you, how do you obviously you got you got the boost gumps, you got the goosebumps, man? I think it's stunning, mate. I think it's absolutely yep. stunning, and I think it's for him from his culture, it is the um it's it's a fitting remark it is it's a nod isn't it it's a salute almost of respect mm-hmm. um and it's almost like yeah this is the way and that and that 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 term is used in this series as you know whenever whenever there's a difficulty whenever there's you know the armor is saying like look you need to go down to the mines and redeem yourself and blah 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 and he's like well the, the mines are destroyed or she's like the mines are destroyed she goes this is the way and it's like i it, it can apply to a lot of things but in this situation i felt it was almost like a commemoration and almost almost like a love you know this is the way honor like, I, i'm well. grateful thank you almost yeah. do you know what i mean yeah it's like honoring and it yeah, and honor. it plays into what you said earlier on or what we both kind of alluded to where bo's looking at mando or, or more so what you said when she is she looking at him as if to say like this guy is kind of like mandalorian personified this guy embodies what it is to be a mandalorian and in that moment when mando you know he, he honors the sack he honors the fallen by saying oh this is the way it's almost like you know he, he died to sacrifice what, what we, you know mandalorian you know our culture he helped die in defense of everything we stand for and she kind of i kind of took it as her again looking at him is to say like even you know death is just as a necessary part path kind of thing in in defending mandalore or in being a mandalorian and it wasn't like i say it wasn't a flippant comment where he's like ah, that's a shame this is the way and move on it was no no like no he died doing his duties service to to mandalorian to mandalore to us which is almost Jedi, isn't it? 
it's almost so. it's almost Jedi, and no. <laughs> you know, and, and again, you get uh, earlier on in the episode, you've mentioned it already, I think, mate. But like, um, uh, Bo-Katan is mentioned talking about the Jedi. She says, "Look, we didn't always, we weren't always rivals. We yes. weren't always fighting each other. We did actually fight with uh, alongside each other at one point to little Grogu, and it's adding." to that mythology it's adding to that law of yeah there's a lot of history between these people the jedi you know these crazy space wizards and these more conservative mandalorians that rely on technology that rely on education that rely on civilization jedi spiritual you know not necessarily a home they're scattered they're 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 about oneness and Yet there's this crossover of culture. There's this crossover of belief. And yep. the fact that you can just get these from th- this information from these lines, it's, it's, it's a credit to John Favreau, Dave yeah. Filoni, mate. Credit where credit's due. Credit yeah. where credit's due. It's superb. Mate, I love this episode. That's it, mate. In mythology. It, it was mythological for days. You know, it, I mentioned up earlier on, like when they're mentioning, like oh, my family used to rule here, or this was once a great place. You think of the Clone Wars, and we want, you know, we once fought alongside Jedi. We weren't always at odds with each other. Kind of made me think it's to what we've said before that it's Lucasfilm basically almost winking and saying, "Look, you want to know what she's on about? We've got seven seasons of that good stuff. It's called the Clone Wars and Disney Plus. You already subscribed. Go watch it." But it is nice to know though that everything that was being said. You know, it, it, usually it would just be really cool world building, like Sir mm. Alec Guinness saying, I fought in the Clone Wars way mm. back in 77. But now, of course, we're at a place where we have world building, sometimes may never get built on. But in this instance, we can track back and see Bo's, um, her development, her path that she's taken this with the path of Mandalore, the Mandalorians, when she says, like you said, we, we, the man the infighting we're killing each other we know that mm. we know there's different clans there was a team the pacifist there was death watch there was a night owls there's all these other sects of mandalorians and we, and it's come to this point now where bo's alone in her castle they're out they're scattered they're getting picked off their their planet's gone you know it, what is there left and well there's a mythosaur left mate <laughs> and, I, and, what, and i cannot wait to see what happens i, I really hope though that they they they, they don't just kind of make that a very quick boss fight where it's, it's like 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 the epi- like episode one chapter one of this ep- of this season chapter 17 with the alligator the dino croc cool boss fight but i don't want it to be kind of like that length where they struggle for a bit against this mythological be beast and then they're like i killed it easy I, i'd love that to go over more than one episode and i, I would like it, maybe it comes to the point where they don't fight it or they do tame it or they realize that you know just seeing it is enough to know that this you know everything all the stories are being told are real the legends are true i really hope they don't just brush over it in order to get to things which may not be as consequential because to me this is a huge this is a huge moment now like shatter point almost where whatever happens now is going to dictate the rest of the season and if they do rush past this and i'm going to feel like it's a bit of a missed opportunity because demythosaur was mentioned in episode one of the mando uh Mm. quill our boy mentioned it way back i thought that let don't don't just have it be over and done with let's let's dwell on this for a bit and i hope they do wouldn't it be cool if they used like the same theme um as like you know when you know when mando finally gets on the um what's it called the the blurg i was gonna call it the the plog i was like what is that (laughs) a blurg pog i've no idea 
I had a baby. <laughs> and uh, but I was like, mate, imagine if there was that kind of mirroring, that poetry between that first Come episode on. where we see Mando on. get on the blurg and then Mando gets on the myth sword, the same music or a different variant of the music. And I would, I would, I would die. <laughs> I would die. I'd be like, wow, this is such a wow. wonderfully, wonderfully crafted mythology. You're right, mate. I, I hope they treat it with um, the right respect that it, that it deserves. You know, it gives, it does give me faith that, you know, and these, these press, these press tours and stuff, they are funny. They're a funny thing, you know. People, <laughs> people take out context quotes, and they they believe other quotes. They believe certain things, and then mm-hmm. the internet takes it and does its thing with it, twists and, it. And, and twists it. And people add commentary to it. And listen, maybe we're even guilty of that ourselves We've a little all done bit. It, let's be honest, yeah. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. But I think, um, I think in this instance, you know, John Favreau, Dave Floney, they've said. They've got season four, like in 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 the can. You know, we've we've got this figured Come out. Come on, and you know, some people said, "Oh, do you know where this is going?" or something. Do you know? Uh, do you have a plan? And they're like, "No, not really." Well, they've got the next season written, mate, and mm-hmm. I th- I'm pretty sure they pro- they probably have a rough idea of where it's going, yeah, yeah. but not necessarily. Um, well, it's the same people doing it. It's the I, same I people it, doing I'm, it. I'm down with that, mate. I've. I said recently to our boy Bespin that in terms of this, I quite like it because you're not, you're now not shackled by your own story. If they yeah. want to, with chapter four, uh, season four, sorry, they've written that and I'm sure have left it open-ended. So with chapter five, it's not, oh, we can't do that because we've already written ourselves into this corner. They can do what they want and they can end it on their terms, not with, oh, we, we, we oh no, we, we said it end of season five. So now we've got to make sure it all does. And I quite yeah. like it. I mean, I, I'm with you. Favreau, he, mm. they they know where it ends. They they do know where it ends. They know what's going to happen to our main characters. I'm pretty sure of that, or at least have an idea of where they end up, who survives, who doesn't, who has the noble sacrifice. I think it's more a case of you know what happens after that. Two characters like Grogues, Dave Filoni touched upon that. He said you know maybe maybe Grogu is not in a sequel trilogy because he's just not around in this galaxy, or so maybe he's mm. in a different part. Maybe. Maybe we don't need to see him because he's not there. Not that he's dead; he's yeah. just doing something else. Maybe he just can't do a lot. Like, yeah. you, know, you know, he he ages real slow. People, exactly. We're only 50, talking he'd be eighty years by the sequel. So he's, which is still a, a nipper in Yodery terms. So fifty I, I, you know, years. I like, exactly, he's nothing. And I like so I, I like all this. I like that talk. I like that they haven't said, yeah, we know exactly where it's going. And we're not deviating off point. I, they've they've left themselves wiggle room now that, you know, in season four, they've written it, they haven't shot it. So now if something pops in season three, they might think, well, let's just incorporate that. Actually, let's just change this part of season mm. four. And it doesn't then mean, oh, we've got to rewrite season five and six now. I like the fluidity. I like the freedom that they've given themselves there. Yeah, me too, buddy. Me too. You know, I think um, thematically this episode started off very light-hearted and i think in in retrospect it needed something like that because what what happens from then it you know it gets a bit more serious and yeah. i think i i wonder what a lot of like families and kids will think of this i think they'll think it's awesome i think i i, I, I i'm struggling to see like many Fault. faults right now. I, I, I am. I am. I'm um, struggling to I think this is a fantastic 
uh, second episode of the season. It's added to the law. It's added to the story. And, and, and once again, I'm here, Matty Boy, going, when's the next episode coming? That's what you I want. I need it. I need it to come sooner. I need it to come sooner. Tremendous. Tremendous. I'm just trying to think of any kind of negatives. And I don't really have any, like you say. My only kind of worry is that they've set up this massive, colossal plot point at the end here, which it is. What are they going to do with it? And we know that The Mandalorian is only eight episodes. They do like to move at a bit of a pace usually. So I just hope that they really do treat that with the gravity that it needs um other than that no i I really can't think of much i didn't like i love the practical effects i love the cgi effects i love the way they augmented them together Mm -hmm. i love the horror vibes i'm always going to love those i love the creature design uh Mm -hmm. i loved the the look of this thing like that green crystal as well adds this really eerie hue to this the scenes Uh, i like that they're labeling that din jarring isn't superman which this episode continues to prove he's getting beaten left right and center i like that um what else? Yeah, I can't really think of anything else which I didn't really like. You know I mean, I love going to see Peli Motto again. I did. They always use her in just the right amounts as well. They don't overuse her, where it becomes um, too slapsticky. It's always that, that was fun. Uh, she she mentions the Irish monkeys, the Lerman from the Clone Wars. I always remember that moment from Episode Whatever, and I said that. Um, <laughs> you know, and there's, there isn't. I mean, whilst I still think there's bigger and not, I say bigger and better, as in like, oh, this is naff. I still think we're going to get even more epic. I think this is just, this is we're going to look back at this and think, wow, this another trampoline to something even bigger. I can't really think of too much that was wrong with it. You know, but Gro- Grogu's scared during it. He's cacking it at one point when he goes into the tomb again, uh, which Bogotan calls Sundari a tomb. No, I, I, I can't. I mean, mm. no. I mean, I don't know what other people think. Like we said, but other people might think, it, it, you know, they, they might not like the robot droid, like the crab droid, or they might think that was over too quickly they might say oh we've they might not like us we've seen it all in the trailers i can't really think of anything mate i don't th- i think the bad guy was a was was like a really ugh, gr- grimy yucky bad guy like the the droid robo droid i'm struggling Gen- generally i'm struggling my friend there was i, I really really dug it and and I re- i'm so glad that we're, we're at this point now we're like we're episode we're two episodes in we're like this is this is this is great we're back you know as you said last week many times we're back i'm not I'm not really sure where everything's going. I think you've already said that. I'm not a hundred percent sure where this is going. I'm like, because depends even... how long they spend on Mandalore with this mythosaur. Yeah, depends. That depends on that. Well, I was thinking. I I might have even said this last week. I was thinking we won't we won't be going to Mandalore next week. We'll do a little yeah. side quest, yeah, trying yeah. IG. I, I was even preparing myself to think. Well, maybe we're going to go to Mandalore towards the end of the series. Shout, yeah. No, mate. Straight there, they're, they're, no, they're there. They open it. Jeeva says to He goes. She said, "Have you got an IG unit?" She's like, "Granddad, we haven't we haven't had those for years." So there's yeah. a side mission gone already. Yeah, and I'm, I, I I love it. Yeah, boy, I love it. I love everything about this. I I I think I'm good, mate. I think I've said all I've got to say. Clearly, you can tell that I enjoyed it. Clearly, I can tell that you enjoyed it. Um. What what are we saying? Oh, are we, we going to do scores? Should we go yeah. scores? I can't think of anything else that I want to add about just repeating myself now. So scores for those who are new. Thanks for joining. We hope you enjoyed the episode. It ain't over yet, though. We've got to give our scores. Luke scores everything out of Ponder Babbers. Yeah. That's non-negotiable. Ten. This time I've Ten now, um, I, I'm scoring things out of um, High Magistrate Cargos this, this season. So, um, <laughs> I know you started off by saying you love, 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 loved this emphasis on the love. 
I'm gonna. I, know, I think you might have answered first last week, mate. But I'm gonna break tradition because I know how much you dug it, and I'm interested. You said mm. there's not many flaws. You said you dig it. What are you giving? How many ponders are you gonna give this? I think you might be surprised at this. I think the listeners might be surprised. But if I'm being completely honest, for me, this did everything that it needed to do. I'm gonna give it a nine ponder babbers out of ten ponder babbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, excited. Yeah, Ponder loves it, mate. He ain't been chopped in half this week. <laughs> Last week was seven, seven point five, seven You're and a half. Seven point five. Yep, that's a big you gave jump. It a Good, seven. Yeah. You gave it a seven. Um, what are you saying, mate, boy, about this week? How many grief cargers? I saw. I saw. Um, not Creed. Rocky Four the other day. Mental. Oh, such a such a fun eighties film. I love that. Yeah. You either yeah. love it, or you hate it. And I love it, man. Yeah. I don't think Apollo Creed did during that but no. um <laughs> if you, i love that film man i saw creed 3 the other day it's great um so you've given it nine ponders out of ten um as again we don't speak beforehand so i don't know what luke's going to say what i will say is i'm with you there i'm going to give this nine high magistrate cargo out of ten high magistrate cargoes now i'm getting nine out of ten as well mate i wasn't even wow. going to go higher because what is there not to like you know what is it what is there not to like it's it's to write length it's 44 well 40 38 minutes long maybe so it's not too long doesn't rush it mm-hmm. it felt like it, it felt like it had a natural end at one point but we kept going and it worked we, we we went to the mine and then we kept going in the mine and then it kept going and mm. it felt really good because of that and they didn't just they didn't snip that for next week they gave us everything we could have wanted for me anyway in this episode and i can't really think of anything not to like why didn't we give it a 10 because there's more to come i think yes I think so, and and remember that we've you know we've just seen this you know in 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 a week's time, months time, years time might feel differently, yeah. Always worth saying, always worth. So so you know bear that in mind when you listen to us. But this has been so much fun, Matty boy. As um, always, Star Wars Wednesdays, mate. They're lit, <laughs> mate. They are, and the bad so batch episode good. this week is very, very good. I'm, I'm yep. going to say it, mate. I don't oh. often pat myself on the back, but I said it for weeks. There are some excellent episodes of the bad batch coming up, up until episode fourteen, because we haven't seen the last two. So today's one is one of them. Last one, last week's one as well. There's some good stuff coming if you for the bad. We're bad batch fans as well, but of course we're we're focusing on Mando. But come on, mate, we've got an excellent Mando episode and we've got an excellent Bad Batch. We're, we are we are eating well. We're dining well out of uh, at the Galactic Diner this week. No, we are, mate. And um, it's it's worth noting that it came out, I think, yesterday or the day before that uh, The Mandalorian is the most in-demand uh, TV show in the world right now. So yeah, it's regained it its title uh, that it last had, I think, in 2021. And it was there for a while, mm-hmm. you know, that the Mandalorian was the most in-demand TV show for, for a, quite a long time, for a few months. And it retained yeah. that. Very, very impressive. Nothing, uh, has to, mate, nothing has the legacy of this, man. Come on. Recently. Nah, come on. Come, come on. on. Hey, oh, mate, I, I, it feels like I've died and gone to Mandalore. Yeah. This, <laughs> this, this is the way. This is the way, mate. This is the way. Well, whilst I'm just floating here in the living waters beneath the mines of Mandalore, I am going to tell you that we're going to enjoy our time of Mandalore because this is it. This is that for this episode of the Mandalorian recap. Don't worry, guys. You know we're going to be back again next week for Chapter 19, which we cannot wait for it already. 
Until then, though, we want to hear what you guys thought. Are we being too uh, effusive of our praise? Did you hate this? Did you like it? Was it a little bit middling? Let us know. Mm. Lukey Boy, where can the world find us online? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can search for us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, just search Star Wars Sessions. You will find us. Send us a voicemail or a message. Send what you think. Send it, send it to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. We've got a Patreon. Please consider checking out pa- checking that out. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Uh, $2, mate, gets you into the session sickheads. And there's a lot of content coming on there. It is great, 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 great fun. Um, oh, and we've got a shop, haven't we? If you go to our oh, website, yeah. go to our website, starwarsessions.co.uk. We have a merch shop. Yeah, just like click the options and it will come up. Um, well worth considering, especially if you're going to Star Wars Celebration. Absolutely. Whether you're in London or at home, we're all going to be celebrating. Do it in Sessions merch. Do it in yeah. style. Yeah, se- Sessions merch, Pon Bod. Pon Bod. That's what you need to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's it, mate, boy. I'll shut up now, mate. No, you're looking good, mate. Yeah, thank you to everyone who's been buying those t shirts and for uh, sending the pictures. If you do buy one, let us see it. We want to see it. We want to see what you look like and in the t-shirt as well but if you want to support the show for free it's easy you can do just by doing what you're doing now and listening but if you could do leave us a five star rating or review on your podcast provider choice that would be massive including Spotify as well those five stars do help the show grow they do get us out of the algorithm they do get more listeners in and it does mean we get to hear from more of you each and every week and please tell all your Star Wars friends about Ooh. us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your auntie, tell Rachel Morrison, tell your cousin, mm. tell your nearest Ewok. The more the merrier. The castle spicier. Yes, tell your one-eyed, bloodthirsty robo-droid that it's the podcast you're looking for. So until next week's recap from me, this is the way. And from Luke, this is the way. This is the way.